0: Hi everybody, welcome back. Uh, my name is Mike and I'm Rob. And we are the E Ticket Podcast. Podcast. Yeah. All right. That's that's a really great intro. We didn't rehearse that at all. Nope, not that at was all. Pretty good. <laughs> So the topic of discussion today, uh, hot off of the heels of it uh, closing down here in Magic Kingdom, is uh, Splash Mountain.
1: Yeah, yes. Splash Mountain of the Magic Kingdom fame was in Frontierland from 1992, I believe? Maybe 90? I should have looked this up. Uh, Anyway, it's gone now. January 2023. It's officially gone. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I got.
0: Yeah, it is officially gone. They announced the change to Tiana's Bayou Adventure was going to happen Um, uh, during the pandemic. Yeah, they Um, announced
1: in the middle of the pandemic, um, while the parks were still closed, that, hey, don't worry, Splash Mountain will be closed and turn into Tiana's Bayou Adventure. And we all went, oh, okay, cool, good idea. And then the ride proceeded to stay open for the next two and a half years, asking us, why did you announce this two and a half years beforehand?
0: Yeah, and don't get me wrong, I do think a change to this ride is necessary. It was, and I'm it was sure little, that there are a yeah. lot of people that will have detractions against that statement. Sure. But ultimately, I feel like basing a ride on a uh, less than stellar animated movie from the 40s... Well, the biggest problem <laughs> with the movie was the portions that weren't animated.
1: Uh, yeah. Turns out when you... Uh, what's the best way I can say this? When you, when you base your animated characters next to a working plantation, where hey, guess what? Slavery. I mean, I think everybody was cool with it, right? Even the slaves were like, "Oh boy, what a what a lovely day this was to be outside all day."
0: Yeah. The thing the thing that always gets me is the fact that this is an Academy Award winning film or an Oscar winning film, if I remember correctly. Right. And but from like. Well, yeah. the thing is, is that uh, the guy who played Uncle Remus, like, yeah, he, won won, an Oscar. he won an Oscar for his performance, and mean... he couldn't attend the ceremony. Correct, because correct. Because yep. this was uh, a different time. Yeah. Um. And ultimately, that's why I'm not too upset about the fact that Splash Mountain is gone.
1: Well, I mean, the reason why it was Splash Mountain in the first place is some crazy... Because Michael Eisner had these ideas where he just liked names. Mm -hmm. Like, he famously um, heard about Gummy Bears, the candy, one day in the 80s. And, you know, his kids were just crazy about Gummy Bears. But he noticed there was no licensing for the property of Gummy Bears. So he called one of his Disney TV, Disney Channel, that's what it was, (laughs) Disney Channel animators, and he says, Hey, my kids like these things called Gummy Bears. I want you to make this a show about Gummy Bears. And those are the only notes he gave them. So he famously had names and things and ideas. And um, in the '80s, the movie *Splash* with Tom Hanks and Daryl Hannah. You know the story about a mermaid who gets in New York, and her name's Madison because she was found on Madison Avenue. And Madison's not a name, Joey. Or, uh but shoot, Tom, Mad- Tom Hanks. Yeah, thank Madison's thank not you, a make- name. Madison's not a name, says Tom <laughs> Hanks. And since that movie, Madison has become quite the name of the women around the the Americas. Anyway i tell you all that to tell you this. Splash was a big movie. Uh, Michael Eisner wanted another thrill ride that had to be a mountain. And he's like, it's got to be a splash. And then the Imagineer said, how the hell are we supposed to make a thrill ride about this Tom Hanks, Daryl Hannah Mermaid movie? And they didn't.
0: <laughs> well, from, from what I understand, basically, Eisner gave these notes to his team. And Tony Baxter, a very famous uh-huh. Imagineer. Yep was basically saying hey um we have these notes (laughs) from the ceo that says go make an attraction and from what i understand he wanted to actually build splash mountain in disneyland first Mm -hmm. as an attempt to get more people into critter country or 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 bear bear country i think it was bear country at the time because the country bears yes uh, yeah yes and at the time, Country Bears was the only ride in that area, or attraction, I guess you could say.
1: Yeah, I mean the whole the whole thing. I, we, you and I aren't. We can't nitpick the history of Disney as well as we can, or Disneyland as well as we can, in the Magic Kingdom. But the whole thing was just, yeah, trying to shoehorn things into things that were already shoehorned because you have space and you do this all the
0: work. Right. <laughs> and it was interesting because even at the time. Disney recognized that there could be a potential problem with criticism directed towards the ride. Yes. Because even at the time, they were like, hey, like we're not expecting there to be issues because it's only based upon the animated characters from this movie.
1: Right. And also at the time, they weren't even showing the film anymore. They already made a conscious effort not to ever show Song of the South again. They didn't want it released ever because they're like, this is a black eye on the company. Yeah. But we have these characters still. And again, this is why it's a Michael Eisner fever dream of like, well, we have these characters. It's like the characters aren't the problem. And we can argue now that, well, there might have been some problem with the characters anyway. <laughs> Sheesh. Uh, but <laughs> like Br'er Bear, especially if you watch clips of that movie. Holy shit. Anyway, um, It just became a thing of, well, we're going to use the characters. Nobody watches the film now. Nobody can watch the film, so they can't be reminded of the film. Therefore, we're moving away from Song of the South with these characters. Splash Mountain was a new chapter for the Br'er characters to move away from the history it already had.
0: Yeah. But, (laughs) you know, we have the context of a modern lens to look at this through. Mm -hmm. And that's why I'm not particularly upset about Splash going... There are, of course, folks that are going to be upset. You know, the day they announced that Splash was going to go away, Mm -hmm. I was in the parks that week, and I just remember that there was a very consistent, like three to four hour line every single day, just for people to buy merchandise.
1: Yep, Uh, yep. Uh, The merch was the first to go. Yeah. For two reasons: one, it was already on the shelves, and I guess two, they Disney wanted to get rid of it immediately. It was like, yep, no more here. So you can't get your beach towel. You can't get your Br'er plush. You can't get a picture frame that's a briar patch. All that's gone within like the first couple of days of the parks being reopened after the announcement was made.
0: Yeah. And now we are in the sort of uh, twilight of the attraction. They've... Uh, at this point, I believe they've only kept the pressed penny machines left for Splash Mountain. And I'm pretty they sure they brought the... those back. Yeah. And because yeah. I <laughs>
1: was there the last day and I heard the last weekend was just atrocious. But like I was there the last day because friends were going and I was like, well, screw it. It's the last day. I guess I'll go. We'll wait in line. I don't care. Um, and the pressed penny line was 20 people deep. And yeah. people were there to get all four pressed pennies. And I was like, wow. And the thing was, like we were saying, those were the last buyable souvenirs left in the park. Yeah. And it was there's two press penny machines, one by the photo, uh, the place where you can preview your photos, and then one under the bridge, uh, where the line starts. And both of those were just so deep with, and somebody even said
0: it took them an hour and a half.
1: And I, I all believe them because what am I going to do? But
0: like, I mean, I'd, wow, I'd believe it. You know, they had uh, an issue obviously on the last day where people were trying to be last to ride the ride yeah as is disney tradition um
1: i mean you and i are i guess we'll say this nicely you and i are a bit of disney weirdos but like there are people who aren't (laughs) self-aware who are very much disney weirdos like chill out And so there, there's many cases where people stand in the back of lines on days, rides will close, and it'll be like, after you. And no, no, after you. No, 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 after you. No, you can go. You go. And it's it's very strange every time. Yeah. Uh, I I, I didn't
0: need to be a part of that this time around. To me, the funniest thing about that is that inevitably, of course, the cast members are going to be the last ones to go on it. So yeah, that's
1: yeah, that's so, the way this always works. All these people uh,
0: were were like I got I got to be the last online. I got to be the last one to do it. I I got to be the last picture like and then, you know, 10 minutes later you yeah. see all of the cast All the cast members, members going just on it. Yeah.
1: Through. And famously, there are two examples where the last ride ever of a couple of attractions here in Disney World broke down and that was it. Now, there yeah. was the World of Motion broke down. Um on its last uh, night of operation. And then Ellen's Energy Adventure broke down on its last night of operation. Yep. But the cool thing about that one is the people got to then walk the rest of the tracks yes. and take
0: photos. Of which... which I am extremely jealous. Like, don't get me wrong. I know that Ellen's Energy Adventure was not a popular attraction. Right. I can fully recognize that. I would argue that Guardians is a fantastic replacement oh, yeah, for yeah. it. Yeah,
1: if we're arguing replacements, it was, it was... Way past time for Ellen to go, and right. Guardians is uh, a hell of a step forward. Right,
0: and I mean, again, we're we're talking about potentially problematic people being on the ride. And...
1: Well, and then also talking about energy, and the only mention of global warming was by Bill Nye, and he was like, it's a hot topic, and one that needs to be examined closely, and that was it. Yeah. That's all we talked about in the mid-90s when it came to possible global warming.
0: I mean, even even though the majority of the climate change scientists in the world were already sort of ringing the alarm bells, the the, the zeitgeist had well, the, not caught up with the public No, yet. this was
1: Disney taking a, uh, I don't mean politically, but I mean calculated conservative effort to be like, let's acknowledge it, but that's not what this ride's going to be about because we don't want
0: upheaval. Yeah, well, I mean, it's,
1: anyway. I think,
0: you know... <laughs> Well, this is just a quick aside, but when, yeah. when when Ellen's Energy Adventure went, you know, it was one of the last edutainment attractions that Epcot was originally famous for. Nowadays, I would argue that the only one that's really left is uh, Living spaceship, with the Land. I would say Spaceship Earth. Uh, spaceship Living birth. with the Land, and we'll see what this Journey to Moana walkthrough thing looks like I'm, when that opens. But... I don't think it's going to be edutainment. I think it's just going to be like, hey, look, it's Te Yeah,
1: No, but we got to learn about the water, Mike, and where where water comes from where water goes what happens with water and um
0: well like you know that, when they opened that's up clearly epcot, not an oversell yeah when they opened up <laughs> epcot they had uh the uh representatives from like what was it like a 100 different countries like all put water from their into country the into the yeah. fountain yeah and
1: where did that water
0: go yeah i mean no. <laughs> it's, i'll stand for that attraction T- tafiti is recycling the water for us with her great power bless you tafiti Anyway. so anyway yeah so that
1: aside to go back inside
0: yeah yeah that's the uh the super uh quick sort of background to splash mountain so we kind of just wanted to talk about the sort of impact that it's had on us and on the parks and how the layout of it is kind of emblematic of what Eisner's Disney was like yeah and it's just interesting you know they they basically just came up with this idea for a log flume and then eisner was like yeah let's base it off of a a movie (laughs) yeah
1: and then uh there was also the famous um uh the attraction that replaced the carousel progress in disneyland uh i think it was called america sings which was full of animatronic animals Mm -hmm. and the problem was well what are we gonna do with these uh animatronics and then tony baxter's like well we can just repopulate and that's how this song of the south came to be where it was well we look at all these rare creatures we could have just put them everywhere right like the sad bunnies and like the chickens on the 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 ferry boat or yeah the uh, chickens the on the ferry boat
0: steamboat. that's it yeah, um yeah. they're uh one of them the
1: gators with the guitars the vultures yeah <laughs> these were all things from another attraction that they said yeah screw it populate the area
0: and some of them have even made appearances in other rides and other parts. Yes. So most famously, the uh, creature that the, the the droid that checks you in on Star Tours yep. is an America sings bird robot that just doesn't have any, any skin, yep. any skin or exoskeletons.
1: Yeah, you look at his feet, and that's what gives it away because the feet are in the shape mm-hmm. of. What do you call them, a, a webbed foot? a webbed foot? Okay, that works. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a, a toe, if you will. Sure, yeah,
0: a, du- a like a duck flap. Yeah, I, I, we're we're <laughs>
1: off. We are off.
0: Anyway, but yeah, so Splash Mountain was basically a bunch of ideas that kind of got cobbled together mm-hmm. into one unit and became. To my knowledge, still the only log flume ride at all of the parks. Am I correct in that assumption? I think I am. That's probably
1: true. There, I mean, there was. And there, I mean, the reason why log flume was on the table is because in the 80s, there was talks of putting a, an attraction at Canada for a log flume. And that never kind of panned out. But then some of their ideas stretched back. And that's, uh, that's what we got with Splashbound. But they didn't want to just do a log flume. Like, I've been to, like, on, like, a Six Flags or a Bush Gardens or what have you. And it's just. Yeah, you get in this log, and it's basically like being in a bobsled, but the track's melted. And there's nothing to see and nothing to do, and there's one good splash. And that's that's a log flume ride. Disney just didn't want to do a typical log flume. They needed to make it Disney. And uh, that's where all these crazy ideas came from. I don't know. It's just, it's amazing this thing was ever built, given what they were throwing
0: at it. Given everything. (laughs) But we had a similar sort of reaction to the history behind the Tower of Terror.
1: Yes, that is true because that you're right. Right, they didn't want to just do a drop ride; then right, a Disney ride. Yeah, very, very
0: emblematic Mm -hmm. of Eisner's Disney. Yeah, like the man basically said, "Hey, here's the idea. Here's the high concept. I want you to build the nitty gritty behind it." Yeah, and And they then he walked away. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) And arguably, Tower of Terror is one of Disney's greatest rides, if not Disney's best ride. Right, and and. Splash kind of isn't
1: I mean if it, now it's just it's just burned down in its history that's the problem
0: well even even if it wasn't burned down in its history I'm I'm curious to see what Tiana's bioadventure is gonna be like
1: right and I think it's gonna be largely the same and I'm okay with that at this point it's like okay cool you wanna tell the you wanna do the same tricks with um a new horse that's fine
0: um I mean I'm curious yeah. to see the technology that they're gonna bring to the table. Yeah, you gotta wonder. Yeah. Because we have thirty what? years. Thirty worth yeah, of thirty imagining. years of yeah. yeah. And you look at some of the things that they're developing in the other parks, like the uh Beauty and the Beast ride over in mm. Japan, mm-hmm. where they have scenes where the the beast transforms back into his human self, but like it's all happening in front of you, or you've got the attractions for, like, pirates over in Shanghai, where yeah. it's not just, hey, you're on a boat. It's like, hey, you're going underwater, and you're you're fighting Davy Jones, and... Uh, and... This boat's now sinking. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's like it's all this crazy stuff. So I'm very curious to see what they're going to do. The thing that I'm surprised about the most is that they're not building a restaurant.
1: Well, give it time. Um, so Disneyland's already refurbishing... Uh, one of their restaurants in New Orleans Square to be Tiana's mm-hmm. Kitchen, but which that's, you know makes sense. Yeah, but that's not that's not next to Splash Mountain over in Disneyland. Right. I mean, there. I mean, I do have hopes that maybe uh, Pecos Bills will get a a retheme, or redo, uh, a redo, a look over. I have a feeling
0: say. that Pecos Bills is going to stay the same, only because it shares a kitchen with Tortuga Tavern. That's correct. So there wouldn't be that much of a reason to get rid of one of the more popular quick service locations. it is. It's,
1: I think, top five in the world. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And especially when you consider the fact that Tortuga Tavern is significantly smaller. Mm -hmm. It is a significantly smaller restaurant. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's in their interest to turn it into another full-service restaurant, but they could do another quick service location that is based around... Tiana's Bayou Adventure. I
1: mean, they seem to have some land to work with, with uh, over where the cart sits in between Splash Mountain and Pirates, and maybe even backstage uh, towards, uh, you know, towards the bathroom section of Splash Mountain, maybe. Yeah, something well, there, so who even knows?
0: Logically, the the easiest way for them to actually make a restaurant work is to use that transition area between Adventureland and Frontierland, mm-hmm. where the Pirates Adventure Booth is. So literally, just eliminate that because they don't even yeah they don't even use that anymore. They, really. Right? They they still do offer the pirates' adventure. Sure, but, but you can just basically do it on your phone. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So get rid of that entire area and just turn it into a a miniature you know, like Norland Square or something. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they got ideas to play with. Let, let them go. I mean, hey, they they're targeting a late 2024 opening. Uh yeah. Uh, where's some wood to knock on? Because that's not going yeah. to happen this is yeah considering that uh you know tron was supposed to open in 2022
1: <laughs> yeah and uh then it announced it's gonna open in april 4th mm-hmm. 2023 yep. you know not 2022
0: yeah also not 2021 because that was the original proposed yeah, time frame yeah, for yeah, it
1: covid <laughs> covid As we all remember, COVID lasted two years. Yeah, well. And the uh, the parks were not open at all for those two years. Yeah. Labor was scarce.
0: But still, I am actually pretty hopeful that they're going to hit that target. Only because they literally started tearing portions of the ride down the night that it closed. Immediately. Like, immediately. And I actually have to give them a lot of credit for that. I think they're partially doing it because they want to avoid a repeat of Tron. Tron is basically almost finished at this point, so they can basically move all of their Aztecs towards it, because mm-hmm. the train is now open.
1: Yes, and I've been on it. Now. I
0: have not been on it since they have ah, reopened it. It's a train. Uh, I would very much like to go back on. Have they removed all of the like Native American parts, or is that like still the same?
1: For the most part, I believe they did. Uh, there was a lot more emphasis on Adventureland, but it's been so long since I—it's been like four years since I was on the train that I was like, I don't remember this. But maybe it was. Mm. But like, there's there's still old old West stuff. Okay. When you go to the Frontierland, like there's a water tower and this, that, and the other. I don't recall. I was only on one side of the train, though, so maybe it was the other side.
0: The next time I go, I yeah. will have to experience it because. The train was uh, also Yeah, it a, also had uh, its issues. It had some some pretty significant yeah. issues. Like if you go on the Liberty Bell nowadays, it's um Yeah, is that it's, still bad? It's questionable. I haven't been on that in five years for good reasons. Well they they literally use the phrase engine country. Oh yes. <laughs> so it's uh
1: Yeah, and Tom Sawyer Island in general
0: just needs a um a once over. Yeah. You know, Tom Sawyer which- Island is uh an interesting one. I'm literally amazed that they haven't done anything with that because it's never been popular enough to warrant its continued existence. I mean, in it's my gotta opinion. be so
1: low maintenance that they just don't care,
0: right? Yeah. Uh, I just, even mm-hmm. as a kid, I remember going into like the cave network that was on Tom Sawyer Island, mm-hmm. and uh, even as a kid, I was like, these are kind of small.
1: Yeah. No. As an adult, <laughs> like... they are they're still small. Yeah. <laughs> As a blind adult, they're very dark as well.
0: I suppose you could make the argument that, like, Tom Sawyer Island is, like, a a good representation of, like, what the adventure of exploration can be like for a kid. Sure. Because you go through the island, they got all the stuff in the front, and there's, like, the whole fort in the back. Not that you can do anything in there, but, like, there's the whole fort, there's, like, a blacksmith shop and stuff. And
1: No, think about it. It's been so long since I was on Tom Sawyer Island, they had, like, fake guns you could shoot.
0: Yeah, I do remember that. I don't
1: know if they're still there. I can't imagine they
0: would be, but also... I seem to remember that when I was there as a kid, like, like this is like 99, 2000. Like, I had to have been six or seven. If I remember correctly, they used to have, like, actual cannons on the top floor of the fort. Mm-hmm. And you used to be able to go up there. I don't know if that's the same anymore, because obviously I haven't been to Thompson Island in God knows how long. Right. Uh but I do remember them having the, the, the quote unquote like fake guns that you could use. Um and I remember uh a long time ago, and there's actually footage of this floating around, but they used to have like a uh like a salute to open the fort in the mornings. Oh. Yeah, so huh. that was a thing they used to do. This is like uh, uh like yeah. late eighties, early nineties. And then they stopped doing it because you know, probably money or something. I mean, I'm sure the demand wasn't there. He can't can't pay our equity uh, team uh, only $5 to do this, you know? But yeah. anyway, yeah, so as a whole, I think Tiana's BioAdventure is actually going to fit in pretty well with I mean, the Frontierland area. I'm it'll... very curious to see what they're going to do <laughs> to actually like make it fit with the theme.
1: Well, okay, so let's get into that real quick because many people, that was their first thing was, the theme isn't... <laughs> Tion is in New Orleans. This is Frontierland. That doesn't make any sense. You mean it doesn't make any sense to put a New Orleans-themed attraction in Frontierland replacing the Southern Plantation-themed attraction in Frontierland?
0: Yes, after all, New Orleans is uh, slightly more west. Oh, yeah. I remember Manifest (laughs) Destiny where it was,
1: yes, let's keep going west to Oregon and Georgia. No, that... (laughs) New or- New Orleans, New Orleans is more
0: west than Georgia. That's yeah. that's my
1: Jesus. Uh,
0: I mean, I I actually genuinely do think it's going to fit in there pretty well.
1: It's going to look good. Yeah. So I mean, at the end of the day, I don't care.
0: What I'm what I'm interested in about is Splash Mountain is obviously such an iconic sort of structure. Yeah. That I'm curious how they're going to adapt that because they have said that the the basically the entire track layout is going to for the most part, yeah, stay the same. It's, yeah. So there is a pretty heavy implication right off the bat that they are going to be changing something, most likely in the production building, uh, and they have to change the entire exterior. So what are they going to do with it?
1: Well, so they released the the uh, uh, blue sky concept art in summer 2020, where it had like the giant tree on top with its hanging branches and like Mama mm-hmm. Odie's boat and things that. Um, But at the D23 Expo in September, they had an actual model of what the front looks like. Mm. And it is, there is no tree. There's no tree. Interesting. It looks like a bald hill. And that that was my big takeaway was, oh, this grandiose thing you gave us won't exist. So that tree, that like half tree stump or cut down tree that's on the top of Chickapin Hill, that's going to be taken down. And it looks like it's going to be flattened.
0: Well, keep that in mind, that Disney has a habit of, uh, I guess not even under-promising, but...
1: (laughs) You mean (laughs) Uh, over-promising. Over-promising
0: and uh, under-delivering. Right. Uh, And, you know, we, for example, when they were going to first start bringing Tron over here to the States, they said that they were going to recreate an entirely different... Track layout in the interior, like that, was one of the big reasons why they wanted to bring Tron over. They did, and fair enough. For all we know, that they they did do that. I mean, after
1: five years, I hope they did.
0: Right? Yeah. We actually made a banked left turn here instead of a banked right turn. It's crazy. You'll never be able to tell the difference. (laughs) I'm actually really excited for Tron because I've I've never watched a single ride through video of it. I've only seen I've, I've seen a couple. I've only seen the exterior where they like fly out. Yeah. With, and, with their cool little lights yeah uh, well it's interesting my the company that i currently work for is actually sponsoring the attraction and uh, also the people mover so that's a that's yeah, a thing
1: yep oh we i don't think we've mentioned the people mover got a
0: new voice layout it did and it's um
1: okay so for people <laughs> who weren't familiar with the one before we currently had are like this is terrible but the ones who wore were like oh it's a mix of the last two voices and it's yeah, it's creating it's creating some di- uh, some problems. Like I don't know, not really problems. Just Disney fans just finding reasons to be angry. Right. I yeah. think people
0: are just upset about the fact that the the overall like voice of it. It's just not what they're used to. Right, but this is like the fourth iteration
1: of voices on this. I mean, I can't wait for everyone to freak out when Judy Dench gets removed from Spaceship Earth, and it's like, okay, well, here comes the fifth voice of Spaceship Earth. Yeah, I'm, Earth.
0: I'm probably going to be upset about that, well, to be honest.
1: Well, I, I wasn't sure how I felt, and then I was watching a TikTok where the other day where someone just posted, like,
0: the Jeremy Irons, and I went, oh, fuck. This was good. I forgot how good this was. <laughs> See, I, I don't remember anything... Other than Judy Dench doing uh, the, I mean, we'll get into that another day because yeah, we'll yeah. do a Spaceship Earth episode. Like Walter
1: Cronkite was like the second voice of Spaceship Earth. Like, yeah, like just, Spaceship Earth is always heavy hitters, and then People Mover seems to follow him in a lesser vein of that. But then you know, fans fans become fans.
0: Well, you know, now now that begs the question because they are going to redo Spaceship Earth. Like yes. it is it is happening. It's it's yes. It's, it's been pushed back a couple God, of times yeah, now. God only knows when, and. You know, I think we've talked about this before on the podcast about our thoughts about Spaceship Earth. I, for one, am not particularly excited with the direction that they want to take, even if I don't know anything about that direction. Yeah,
1: the rumor was they're going to just put a lot of IP in
0: it. Yeah. and um... It's the history of, uh, like, how storytelling... Yeah, history of storytelling. Yeah, so yeah. you won't even have a... Like a quote-unquote narrator to talk about like the history of communication, right? It's probably going to be like, oh well, uh, here, uh, here is uh Michelangelo painting the Sistine Chapel, telling the story and, of uh, Genesis. Yeah, Whoa. and uh, and if you look above, you might you might see like a another. I I sound really like a, it's really like a weird version yeah. of Goofy. Yeah, I was going uh... <laughs> to say
1: you're like a Goofy Cronkite.
0: You're doing great. Yeah, but it's like they're, yeah, like how, how are you gonna do that? Like well, story, like the most modern. Well, like fairy the joke tales. was
1: the Michelangelo would just be Zeus making Hercules. Things like that.
0: I hate it. <laughs> I, I hate that so yeah. much. Ah, I think it's funny. Please no. But anyway, so we're getting off topic a lot. But oh, for sure. We got you a lot know, to talk about. I think it's because, you know, we're not really focusing on the, the right experience so much with this one. It's more just like the impressions that. Splash gave us.
1: I mean, it was, uh, it was a 30, 30, 32-year fixture in the Magic Kingdom. Like, yeah. it was... Like, many people were saying, like, oh my god, it's, it's the end of my childhood. And I was like, well, I mean, I guess that's kind of right, but also you're 40. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's... It's
1: it's it's, it's yeah. weird. It's it Again, is... As a kid, this was a great ride for me. And then I got older and realized I didn't want my pants to be wet cuz i'm carrying a cell phone.
0: Yeah, i think Splash does kind of suffer from a a a sort of like a lacking aspect of it compared to the rest of the Magic Kingdom. So like you've got a ton of heavy hitters in the Magic Kingdom. You've mm-hmm. got pirates, you've got Big Thunder, right? You've got Space Mountain, Jungle Cruise, like you have all these like actual classic, classic attractions. Yeah, sure. And i would make the argument that Splash is not a true classic attraction. I mean, of all the ones you just named, Splash Mountain was the youngest. Right. And when you've got to compare Splash against all these heavy hitters, even with all of the sort of like panache that mm-hmm. Imagineers can bring to the table in the early 90s, it's hard not for Splash Mountain to feel like a log flume.
1: Yes, but also I think it struggled with maintenance of the attraction it had to go down for seasonal maintenance not because yeah. of weather everybody suspected but because it was such a a behemoth of just mechanics uh, yeah like famously if you go past the scene where Brer uh, Bear is caught in the rabbit trap and Bear Fox is an, you know admonishing him on the left there's supposed to be a hopping animatronic of Brer Rabbit and mm-hmm. it's called the million dollar rabbit because it almost never works and it costs a million dollars to maintain yeah uh, so there's that. Uh, and if, in case you're wondering, uh, folks, uh, it, it, did not work the last few months of the attraction because Disney phoned in on the mechanics of, uh, this, the last hundred percent. I mean, uh, I just remember, I don't know when the last time you were on it. Um,
0: uh, maybe two or three weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So
1: you, like when we got to the laughing place and none of the water was on.
0: Yeah, none of the waters on the the frogs just don't the frogs straight up don't work. Uh, yeah,
1: my favorite frog on the attraction was the first one. Like, is when you started to the how do you do? There's a frog there whose eyes are looking in two different directions, and I was like, oh, shout out, brother, because <laughs> um, yeah, one of the eyes was just broken, and I was like, all right, cool. And then one of the geese was like his neck flap was just wide open, and I'm like, wow, we're just. Yeah. We're just hit and go on the button, aren't we? (laughs) Well, because
0: they knew knew it wasn't going to be around, so Uh, why why bother? It's like, it's the same kind of mentality that they apply towards something like Carousel of Progress, even though Carousel of Progress, like, still... It's a a bit of a people eater. Yeah, but they also don't really seem to know what they want to do with it, but...
1: Well, they want them to wear aprons that say food rocks.
0: Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I was really referring more to the fact that, like, the John animatronic... Just, just straight up, just doesn't stops
1: working. Yeah, it just doesn't. (laughs) Like,
0: my favorite, my absolute favorite is the one we we uh we went to Magic Kingdom. This was maybe early 2019, like February, I think, right before COVID became like a big concern. We went to uh, Carousel of Progress in the Magic Kingdom, and the John animatronic, his right hand just fell off. It just fell off during the show. <laughs> and the show goes on. And the show Yeah, it just kept going, but God, if that wasn't the funniest thing in the world to me, because we're literally just sitting there and they're like they're like, oh, like temperature set to nine hundred and then the oven like explodes and he's like, Whoa, and his hand just fell right the fuck off. And oh my God, if that wasn't like the funniest shit that I'd seen that entire day. Uh, Absolutely yeah. legendary. For sure.
1: Uh, yeah, I think, I think just basically, I mean, getting back to Splash, I think it was a classic because for many people, that's, that's how they own new Magic Kingdom. Like it didn't exist without Splash Mountain and Zippity Doodah was a park anthem, yeah, which has now been stripped from Magic Kingdom. It doesn't exist anymore in the opening loop or the opening. Entirely. Moment. Yeah. Yeah. It's gone now. Not so in the opening loop, just, not on the
0: frontier loop. It's yep. gone. So I yeah. think
1: we're just going to move forward without zippity doo at Magic Kingdom. And uh, oh, oh, I'd like to take this moment to shout out uh, the state of Florida for uh, no longer being racist. Congratulations on closing this problematic attraction while also banning books in your schools. We, we did it, guys. Uh, we we did solved it. racism. We did it. We're not racist, but California sure the hell is because yeah. their Splash Mountain doesn't even have a closing date yet, and it is still going.
0: Yeah, and and the one in Tokyo Disneyland, still there. Oh,
1: glad you brought that up, because Tokyo (laughs) Disney said, no, no, we're cool with this. Yeah. (laughs) And a problem, a part of that was the Disney Imagineers wanted to foot the Orient Land Company with some of the bill, um, because Disney doesn't own Tokyo Disneyland, the Orient Land Company does, and they wanted to do a joint project with them to do some R&D for the new Splash Mountain, because their Splash Mountain is,
0: I think, the same, but mirrored. It's mirrored and I think it's a little bit shorter. It but it's I think it's like I think same. it's like 2 minutes shorter actually. But yeah. Yeah, like the, uh, the same. like
1: the, uh, the logs are the same as over here in Walt Disney World. So they wanted to do R&D with that so they could foot off some of the bill on Japan and Japan said, "Nah fam, we're all right. We're going to keep it the way it is." So that was probably a, another reason why this took so long to close.
0: But yeah. Yeah. I also think that Japan has less of a problem They're like there's not as much cultural context i don't oh think. there isn't so they they there isn't yeah and they also love their critters over in
1: japan they love their critters and they love their uh, their merchandise uh i hear it's great like the country bears is a is a rock show i i need to go so bad
0: <laughs> and they have so much merch uh anyway do so. you remember uh that they didn't have lap bars before 2011 on this ride? It was just a seatbelt. It was just it a seatbelt. It was a seat watery seatbelt. Yep.
1: I remember this as a child
0: being like, oh, the seatbelt's
1: soaked. Well, yeah, you're on a water ride. <laughs> and there was that one time you and I went on this where the lap bar decided to go back yep. up. <laughs> when we were after we left the 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 bay and we went, oh, shit. And we tried to put it back down and it just didn't. Yeah. And we're like, well. Jesus, take the wheel.
0: Yeah, like granted, it, the final angle on the ride is only like, what's it like, thirty-two degrees or something? Like and, it's yeah. And you and I
1: aren't children. Yeah, so like it it's yeah. We're not going to go anywhere, concerns. but
0: man, that was uh, that was something because we were literally sitting there with everyone else in our group, just being like, "Hey guys, bar, bar's not going down. The, well, the bar, the why the bar's not going down. There is a <laughs> selfie uh,
1: exactly when that moment happened, uh, where because we were in the back row of our log, and our friends were taking a <laughs> selfie. And right before it happened, that's when our bar flipped up. And so when the picture's taken, Mike and I are looking straight at our laps in concern, and everyone else is smiling at the photo. Yeah. So, again, not
0: that, again, Not that the lap bars actually do anything it anyway. It was just shocking. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, I am a large man.
1: Yeah, both of us were uh, a foot or two higher than the than the you know, yeah. height uh, requirement. And, uh, yeah, yeah, we weren't going anywhere. But, Jesus. Uh, what a...
0: What an experience that was. I just,
1: (laughs) yes, the ride is gone now, but it's just taken, it's years of things like that and other stuff is just piling on of like, you know what, this, this ride needs some TLC. Why not a whole refurbishment? That's where I'm at.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm glad that it's going, you know, I, it's not that I had a, it's not that I had a lot of problems with like Splash as a ride. Uh, it's just, you know, I think it's had its time. I think Disney made the decision that they did. I mean, they made their, they, they started doing like the early concepts for it in like 2018 or something. Like they'd literally been discussing it for years. Yeah. I just think the timing of the announcement they made for it was a little bit odd. Um,
1: it was them trying to get quick PR for a solution. They didn't have a quick response. to. Yeah. Because
0: famously they made the announcements during the George Floyd protests and it was a whole it was a whole thing but now that it's it's going mm-hmm. uh yeah i uh i'm i'm pretty glad that they're making the change you know like i'm glad that they're actually putting effort forward into <clears throat> creating something quote unquote new because frankly we don't really get a lot of that nowadays it's really a shame that disney kind of seems to keep pushing their ips as heavily as they do and i know oh, i mean sure. they make money so that's why they're doing it yeah. but you know, they're eh. Yeah. I, I mean
1: f- for me it's not it's not new enough for me to be sad that Splash Mountain's going. Right. And it's not old enough to be, me to be like this is the same ride. I just I don't I'm pretty I, I don't I don't care. For me it feels like I'm not missing anything. Like, yeah, we're well, just gonna transition from one to the other and have the same opinions where I don't wanna wait an hour. I don't yeah. wanna get wet
0: and when and, I'm
1: on it, I'd be like, you know what? This is kind of cool. That's what. That's that's all. That's what I'm gonna do. Well,
0: yeah. So inevitably, despite all the hemming and hauling that people give it, they're gonna wind up probably enjoying the final product more than they'd want to admit.
1: Right. This isn't like great movie ride turns to runaway railway.
0: Oh, god. We'll we'll have to do an episode on that one day yeah. because I think that might be one of Disney's like biggest missteps in recent years.
1: Well, it's okay because there's only one version of Mickey's Runaway Railway, right? One doesn't exist in Disneyland now.
0: No, it, nope. Uh, yeah, that at Toontown up this that'd week.
1: be crazy. Yeah, it's okay because they didn't try to one up the one at Hollywood Studios by adding more hidden Mickey's, right? Nope. Oh, nope. But they did, not because so, that would be crazy. So the Great Movie Ride is dead in
0: vain. Yeah. Yeah. What I never, what I will never understand to this day, is why they didn't just rip out the entirety of the Star Wars Launch Bay since we have Galaxy's Edge now, and just put it right there.
1: Uh, because the uh, the cast member cafeteria, Take Five, is
0: behind the Scarborough's launch bay. Yes, it's well, cool. it's pretty cool. I it is. It. I mean, listen, that's all well and good.
1: It's the first place I ever had a Coke freestyle machine.
0: That's all well and good, <laughs> but I stand by the fact that if you're not going to reopen the Little Mermaid and Disney Junior is not a show that you're running anymore, then rip all that shit out, and you've got like a third of the park that you can work with and create a new attraction.
1: Disney Junior might still be running. Uh, I do have a DJ friend who could answer that.
0: I, th- I thought they stopped the show. No, I, th- I, I think th- don't think they do it anymore. It
1: definitely came back last year. It might, I don't know, if, I think it's still going. But. I mean,
0: didn't, didn't they literally just bring back the Frozen show at Hollywood Studios? Oh, I just did that the other day. Yeah, they, like, they have redid the entire theater or something. They, like, refurbished the entire theater. I mean, it
1: did look nice. And, but I also haven't been in that theater in, like, seven years.
0: Yeah. But, anyway, I mean, they had all that all that space. So, yep. Yep. the point we're yep. trying to make. Oh, yes, is Disney
1: doesn't make good decisions, typically. No. No. Oh. oh, that's not it? No.
0: Disney well, Disney does things on their own time. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> Disney doesn't take a survey.
0: Yeah. Uh, well but anyway, yeah. This
1: this the, is fine. I'm like again, the 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 fact that Splash Mountain existed so long was starting to become problematic. It's a ride that needed very much some TLC. This is gonna be mm-hmm. largely the same style attraction done with a fresh face. I'm fine. I'm cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So before we close it out. Yeah, okay. I've one question to ask you. Oh boy. So they're opening up Tron. Yeah. They're redoing uh Splash Mountain. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. In your opinion, mm-hmm. what is the next ride to get a facelift that or or even like a full a full remake? Because you know the logical answer is Carousel of Progress.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh. But I think they're going to spend their time to focus on Spaceship Earth first. Uh, That's probably true. And then do Carousel of Progress.
1: Okay, so now that I'm thinking Epcot, so we do have Spaceship Earth. We also have Mission Space, which is a ride that I think will turn 20 in the next couple of years.
0: Yeah. Which
1: it doesn't exactly have
0: fanfare. But it is a popular ride. I don't think... I think it's more infamous than it is popular. Well, regardless, I don't think that it's infamous enough to warrant replacement. Okay.
1: Oh, oh, you know what the because the they just answer put was? the
0: Space Two Twenty restaurant there. They just made the new yeah, ride video right. for Mission Space yeah. like six months ago. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Space Two Twenty. I did forget about that.
1: But the easy answer is dinosaur.
0: Well. Uh huh. There are rumors going around about the Zootopia. Dino Land area and. Yeah. You know, you know that
1: episode, that uh, section of the D23 where they just decided to vamp to make it seem like you were hearing new things?
0: I think it's coming. I really do genuinely think that they're going to replace Dinoland USA. I think that's inevitable. Um, yeah. That's a win. The, the question is, what are they going to do with Dinosaur? Because say what you will, Dinosaur definitely has a lot of people that have a lot of detractions against that ride, but I love Dinosaur. I think it's like one of like the... I, it it kind of strikes me as, like, the same vein as, like, the Aryan, alien uh, Oh, oh it's, it's encounter. They were both very yeah. similar in their upbringing. Like, I'm a very big fan of, like, ooh, spooky stuff and dinosaurs? Mm-hmm. Say less. That's a good point. But um, Dinoland USA, like, Chester and Hester's Dinorama and all that stuff, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's all going to go the way of the Dodo. Huh, ironic.
1: <laughs> anyway uh but yeah, space, it's gonna space go extinct. Earth and dinosaur there it is space uh, Earth and dinosaur i think are the one two for attractions that are going to get like the next facelift yeah i think that i think that's right
0: well i mean it what it really comes down to uh you know they said that the parks will always be changing always be updating i mean that was walt's original dream even though he didn't intend for magic kingdom to exist as it is <laughs> One day we'll have to do an actual full episode about Epcot, like yeah. the way Epcot was intended to be okay. built. Yeah, and we I,
1: we do have to watch the uh, the one hour special where he goes over how traffic patterns will work.
0: D- I did a research paper about this in college. Yeah, no, it's like it's, I did an actual like it's quite like, the thing because fifty five page research paper. Everyone's about this. familiar
1: with him standing in front of a map and pointing with a long stick at things. He goes, "Oh, from I'm three quarters of a mile tall," and it's like, yeah, yeah, but like ten minutes later he goes over why a circular city layout works for having no stop signs. And also what happens to the, the industrial traffic levels. And I'm like, what? <laughs>
0: yeah. And it is fascinating. Oh, I, when I was, this is a quick side note, but when I was actually writing the paper about this, I actually got contact with like the Disney archives, like the family archives out in California, because they oh, just nice. have stuff that they can just like show to the public. And, there's like literally thousands of different images of concept art that exist for Epcot, the way it was intended to work Mm -hmm. and genuinely not even exaggerating here. If Epcot had been built the way it was intended to be built, I think there would be a very significant change in the way that city design would have been implemented here in the States in the decades since then.
1: That's probably true. But then it's going to beg the question that it wouldn't age. Well is wait, do cast members just live here? Are cast members also residents of this town? Yeah. Does that so means cast members have to vote on what happens with Disney World. Oh boy.
0: Well, because Disney World wasn't a thing.
1: I just meant the land, the Bay Lake and Lake Buena Vista.
0: Well, I mean that was uh, that was part of the issue too, because there was the whole thing that like
1: you know zoning and permits and things like that. And well, that's why they government.
0: That's why they got Riddy Creek, yep. which uh, no longer exists. No, no, um,
1: no. It still does.
0: I'm well. You know what I mean. It doesn't truly exist anymore they're it's like no, a shadow of itself yeah
1: they're no longer allowed to uh build, build their own anything. nuclear power plant <laughs> they gave up that right darn it
0: yeah technically if they'd started construction on it they uh they could have been allowed to <laughs> they could have been allowed to finish <laughs> yeah
1: it. no that that was a funny
0: part of the concessions i was reading uh, yeah but yeah
1: i think they're gonna go for a, a brand change as well they're gonna change the name
0: which is a shame yeah, it's, but it's all the same anyway, anyway. yeah so uh, I feel like we've got a pretty good, a uh, pretty good handle on our thoughts about space. Uh, sp- not space, Splash <laughs> Mountain.
1: Yeah, this is a nice little uh, temperature check of how are How what's the room look like today? Yeah, before we get all dewy eyed about it ten years from now. Yeah. Like, remember Brer Rabbit?
0: I'll probably be remembering uh, the Great Movie Ride before I remember Splash. Uh, let's. Like, I could probably do the entirety of the Great Movie Ride, but I don't think I could do the entirety of Splash. You know.
1: Oh, I could definitely do the entirety of Splash. That's my problem. Huh. I'll have to live with that curse. So
0: He's got to believe. Uh, yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's all that we got for you today for this episode. Uh, as always, be sure to follow us on our socials. It looks like despite uh, Elon Musk's best attempts to uh, drive Twitter into uh, the, uh, an early grave, it is sticking around. So. I guess I have to tweet. Yeah, <laughs>
1: I'll tweet and post something to our Instagram right now. At, at at eTicketPod.
0: Yeah, so be sure to follow us on our socials, and uh, as always, uh, it was great to see you all or hear, I guess, uh, yeah. listen to you all. <laughs> and uh, my name is Mike. I'm Rob, and this is the eTicket Podcast. See you. Bye.